Welcome to Dancing with the Bards, where I, Brooke, the most captivating bard, along with Chris, the bard of tea domination. Absolutely. And Ian. The bearded bard! And our special guest, Ace. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Brew up a special review for a card game by Steve Ellis and Tyler Tinsley. The Tea Dragon Society is based off of a popular book series by Katie O'Neill, where a young blacksmith finds herself ingrained with the dealings of tea dragons. In this game, it's your turn to care for one of four tea dragons, building memories across the seasons and caring for them. But as dragons tend to be, they cause mischief and random card draws. This is a deck-building style game with a beautiful artwork by K. O'Neill and Josh T. McDowell. Just a quick joke before we get into it. Why did the tea introduce itself at a party? Please, no. I'm all here for it. Give us the punniest answer you have. It was a little chai. Every word you Ooh. say just gives me a concussion. I didn't understand <laughs> it. Can you say it again, why, but with a oh, funny sorry. voice? Why, why didn't the tea introduce itself? At yeah, the that's, why, that's yeah. what I didn't understand. Can we just, like, we're just going to say it again? Why didn't the tea introduce itself to the party? Why? It was a little chai. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving the whole thing in. Yeah, Nothing the whole is being cut here. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. You know, Mr. Rogers. Enough of oolong around. Oh, God. Let's get this party started by diving into our rule system. I, <laughs> I broke Chris. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to talk about this game anymore. <laughs> I had so much fun writing that. Ah. Uh, it was I was very fun to listen to. There are so many tea puns. <laughs> I thought it was lovely. Anyway. Okay, so we do have a new system that we're using. This that, is the second time we've used it. Yes, but we didn't really dive into it too much last time. Uh, so we did rewrite a couple things. Who wants to explain systems? I will go first. So for a system, we break it down into four parts. Number of players which is self-explanatory. How many players is are there in the game? Does it work with the game? Does it not work? Accessibility. Is this game easy for everyone to play? Is it easy for everyone to access? Is it something? Is there something that could be fixed to make it easier for other people who might have colorblindness, etc.? Comprehension. How easy are the rules to understand? This is usually a very contentious one. And materials. What comes with the game? What do the materials look like? Art styles, things like that. The part that Brooke really takes off points for. Oh, yeah. Uh, so for gameplay, it's very much the same. We have set up how easy it is to get it from out of the box to playing. Uh, rate of play, does it go by quickly? Does it take a long time? Price, is it worth the money you're paying? Community, is there anyone or anything already set up for you to find people to play with or find custom content? And we have changed one thing. Uh, we now have something called extras. So that's everything from expansion opportunities, expansions themselves, and the ability to make custom content. Finally, we have the personal section, which is split up into enjoyment, recommendation, and replay value. Uh, so we do have these all up on um, our Facebook page as well as Instagram when we drop episodes. So you can see our exact opinions written down for you on those two sites. And with that, we should get into system. Yeah. Number of players. Well, first, let's talk about just quickly, like, how did you enjoy the game overall? Like, what did you think about our time on, on Twitch earlier? <laughs> Other than Ace bringing all of their friends. I brought a bunch of people. <laughs> Besties. Oh, and, and uh, our sound guy just having a blast. 
it had a great start, I feel. But it quickly, towards the middle, like the, I'd say if I were to give it a, t- a measurement of time, those in middle two seasons, so uh, summer and fall, enjoyment kind of like Wayne. plateaus Plateaus. a bit because we got really distracted as it just kind of felt like we were going through the motions again and again and again so it was interesting when we started and it was interesting as you saw people kind of try to bring their strategies together towards the end but not a a lot was happening towards that middle yeah okay just my thoughts for number of players this is uh four players max two players minimum uh, they do have a sliding amount of cards you pull out, depending on how many people are playing. How are we feeling about that? Given this oh, I loved two. that. I, I thought it was great. I thought that was a very good uh, way to uh, pace out the game based on uh, how many people you just have nearby. I gave it a two. Um, I wish that it was easier to add on more players. Because I feel like this is a very good passive game. I, I gave it a three for this. I feel that the way they did the sliding... The, I said sliding scale. The way they, they managed how many cards went out during how many players you have. Based on how we played the game, it seemed like for the season cards, which you had all the victory points or most of the victory points, we were buying them up at a rate of about one per person. With the exception of me who got one, twi- two for one of the seasons. I got none from winter. Yeah, because I, 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 I... Yeah. I didn't... I, did, I was more focused on getting the other cards. But um, it does help space. Keep everything at a fairly standard rate of play. Yeah. So, for accessibility, this kind of bleeds into comprehension as well. It has my favorite thing ever. It has little cheat sheet cards for us who cannot remember a rule to save their lives. So it tells you exactly what you need to do um, as you play right in front of you without having to reach over and grab the rule book and everyone gets one. I, I love this. I, I think cheat seats are a good addition to any game ever. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Reading is for nerds. Chris, you read more than like anyone Shh, else at the table. No, don't help me. Here. I, I <laughs> I'm trying to be cool on our podcast. <laughs> I, I definitely need to read more than Chris. Both uh, cool Chris, who doesn't read apparently, and normal yeah. Chris. Oh yeah, reading for nerds. No one here has a giant library of various books just hidden about the room. I can't believe you outed yourself like that. Maybe it was you. We share a room. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> they're not my books. I don't read. They're mine. Chris just did an ollie after saying he didn't read. <laughs> That's why you heard the creaking. Yeah. That's my bones. It's going to creak again in a second. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, sound man. Thank you, sound guy. Um, Comprehension-wise, this is kind of a harder spot for me because I do really love the game and I think it's easy to pick up. But my biggest issue with it is that when you're trying to actually read the rules, it seems very confusing until you, like, go one or two rounds. It went pretty smoothly overall. I, I didn't really have too much of a hard time understanding what was going on. I feel that uh, it, it moved smoothly enough. Any side rules that you needed to know were explained on the cards that you had for various tools and season cards. So I, I, I really I gave it a three. I feel like I didn't really have much of a hard time with that. I will say, though, if you pick up this game, 
do not read the comic first. It's very tempting to just pick up the cute one that has all the little like dragons and people on it. Um, read the actual rule book. The other one, you need to know what's going on to understand the clarifications they give in the comic. I, I'd also like to mention for a comprehension standpoint, I just completely could not focus on you talking about what the rules were and just had to kind of learn on the fly, which that's, was super easy. So I gave it a three. Well, that's that's what I was saying. So like when you actually go to read it, it doesn't make sense until you actively are playing it. Yeah. It is important to note that when you mentioned the comic, you meant that the instruction manual comes with a comic that will explain the rules as well as an actual rule book yes sorry yeah so there is one that explains like a i think around and um you need to know what the rules are to fully understand it and then materials i know someone at this table has one big problem with okay. the box so this publisher is renegade games and i they're always so close to having great organizational systems, and they just never either explain them or fully flesh them out. So this has indents in the bottom of the box that look like they should separate your cards, but I have looked extensively online, and no one knows how to use them. <laughs> like, I have looked up multiple reviews, which I never do. I try not to look at reviews. And I've also looked up on, like, Amazon listings to figure that out, and nothing. Yeah, we, yeah, we've had this problem with Stuff Fables. Uh, yes. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I forgot to mention the other Renegade games we've played is Stuff Fables. Other than the card organization, though, we did really enjoy the art style for these cards. Oh, yeah. You can't I, beat I, I this. Yeah, no, you can't beat this. They are adorable. Um, the quality of the cards themselves are good. I'm a stickler for that. The box is heavy duty. It's just the organization system that kicks me in the ass. Ah, uh, duty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I'm also the immature bard. I hope you appreciated this. And I'm the guest, meaning nothing I do is wrong. You're right on that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so with that, that's moving into what? Gameplay? Yeah, gameplay. Mm, set up. Set up. I mean... Everyone looks to Brooke. <laughs> yeah, I just sat here. Uh, when I'm going to rubber band these because... Coming out of it with, if you have it from opening, what how do you call it? If you have it from new, if you sealed. bought it new, it, it's from sealed. the box. Thank yeah. you. If it's sealed in the box, you're fine. It's easy because all the cards are organized. But the second you put it back in the box, it will take longer to set up again. I spent about 15 minutes diving out the cards and making sure that they were in the right order. Um, but it, it only took like five minutes while talking to get everything organized minus accidentally giving chris the wrong dragons card i can't believe you gave me another bike card it's just i don't want to get bitten man um so it's an easy setup they do give you a layout guide in the instructions so you can see exactly where things are supposed to go i didn't use it um i did it my own way so just so they, they made it easy easy setup in theory in theory, as long as you rubber band these things. Hypothetical, one might say. Yeah. So, rate of play. Uh, we talked I, about this a little uh, at the very beginning. And also at the end of our stream, if anyone was there during the Twitch stream, it was really good. We really enjoyed it. it you you can also check that out on yeah, YouTube later. With Bards. Yeah, ignore the Twitch. fact that I just whispered all of that. No one heard it. It's fine. Uh, so, it was... 
I I feel it was slow all the way through, but I know Ian, you suggested that there was like a bit of less slowness at the beginning and the end, or at least some more enjoyment that you, you gained from those two parts. Did you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, I I felt I felt that as we were getting through the game at the beginning where things were interesting and fresh and we were kind of learning how to play our attention was a lot more focused on the game and as we kind of hit the middle things started to slow down even though the, every turn in this game is about like five seconds if you do it right and yet it felt like it went on forever because people weren't losing interest towards the middle of the game and not really able to focus in as much on it and then towards the end of the game it picked up again and it was fine See, I value this as a social game, so it having quick turns that you don't have to think too much about, and you can chat in between, um, to me this just makes me crave having more people at the table, so that you could really get some some time focusing and looking at your cards and making those strategies, but I find that the quickness of it really is the good part about it. Um, I also really enjoy that the longer the game goes, the more expensive the cards get, which I think helps people slowly regain attention when they get knocked off track towards the end because you notice, oh shit, I have to spend 14 cups of tea now. And I don't have 14 cups of tea. Well, the game, the game kind of only benefits people who spend money as soon as they're capable of doing so. Uh, <laughs> given the fact that when you spend money, you get the cards, which are more likely to get you more money in the future. Uh, and then that also gives you the opportunity of reshuffling your deck. So by the time people save up money, uh, they're more likely to uh, have that only at like the end of the game as opposed to like during the beginning or middle. That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> thoughts on rate of play? I, uh, About the same. Does the oh wait? I did have something to say for. I thought this was price, which I didn't have anything to say for. <laughs> I I got uh, de defocused. Uh, I I just felt like it was when it was slow. It was too slow. When it was fast, it was too fast. <laughs> and so I had no interest in anything that was happening. The cards were cute, and that did actually make me more focused on anything that I was drawing. Genuinely, um, but it it just made it uh towards the end it was just too fast for me to like pay pay much attention to anything besides the one action i could do at that point which was just draw a card good pacing in theory yeah i feel like we're saying that a lot for this game i i, I bring it up as, as, as you know to reference the what i said before about uh comprehension good action yeah and, in and what, Sorry, same materials. with materials um i think you did bring it up for another part too but yeah, right. it's just it. It seems like it's well planned out, and if you were, if you've already played this game, it seems like it should work that way. But we, it took us a lot longer than it said on the box because yeah. they were talking about twenty to thirty minutes for this game, and we started. No, no, like no, thirty to sixty. Thirty to sixty. Thirty to sixty. Okay, that's that's a little better. But yeah. even so, yeah. it took us way closer to that sixty. Oh yeah, I, I I agree with you there. But again, it doesn't bother me. I I don't see that as a negative in this case. Um, but I didn't have the same feelings you did where it was like lagging for you. I, I, I just feel that if you have a game where literally all you do is one action per turn, it, it shouldn't last you more than an hour. That's fair. So for price, this costs $20. How do we feel about that? I think it's fine for what it is. 
Twenty dollars seems about right. Twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Um, oh, good. yeah. <laughs> twenty dollars is worth a lot. I mean, good as far as to know, game, <laughs> yeah, fairly inexpensive for a board game. Yeah, incredible value. Although for a card game, where because there there are no let's let's keep keep in consideration there are no pieces for this. Yeah, it's just it basically cards. has a little more cards than you'd find in a game of coup. Fair. Which I mean, what fifteen? I mean, I don't own Koo. I don't know. It, it can't. It it seems a little pricey for what it is, but not enough that I would really take anything off for it. Yeah, in perspective, this is two deluxe crunch uh, boxes at Taco Bell. In I've price. not gone to Taco Bell in at least twelve years. I, I go at no least once idea. a week. Oh, and your bowels, <laughs> thank you for it. <laughs> this is also equivalent to about four packs of Uno cards. That, see, I, I play four packs of Uno every day. Well, if you think about it that way, we get about that amount uh, in cards. Honestly, storage would be easier if it just came in like a card pack. Because it's not r- rolling around in the box. You sort these out by 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 dragon, put them in like a sl- card sleeve, like for like like how Uno cards would come in. And okay. you just take them oh. out and they're already set to go when you play. That would be good, but I think it'd take up more space. It is a delightfully tiny little box. Yeah. I mean, it's not as small as our Strawberry Sunset, which I still have to find because uh, I lost Strawberry Sunset somewhere in my car because it's too small. But um, yeah, so it, it, it's pretty compact for what it is. There's got to be some way to organize it, though. It's it's killing me. Now. <coughs> yes. <gasps> Cough. Leave it in. Leave it in. Consent. Wait, content. Fuck. No. This just in. Chris hates consent. No. <laughs> <laughs> How could you? Sorry, like Ian. <laughs> uh, so for com- don't shrug. <laughs> for community, uh, I know nothing. I of this also okay. know nothing. <laughs> so this has built-in community in the fact that it is a book series. So it has a fan base. It has people you can find that would enjoy playing this game. But it, I couldn't find, like, a group that's like, hey, let's play Tea Dragon Society on Discord. Like, there's no way to really find a group to play this with. I don't think anyone would turn it down, though, <laughs> to be fair. I, I mean, if I didn't count a pre-existing fan base for Edge of the Empire, I'm not counting it for this. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I'm just saying, for community, the only community they have is the people that came here because of the books. At least from what I can see. In fact, Amazon Reviews does not like this game. Like, it's very five-star or, like, one-star. I like board games and this board game sucked. Like, it's very, it's very divided. Divisive. Board games central. All right. And then extras. There was an expansion pack that we don't have that had, like, what, four extra dragons? Yeah, so it's four extra dragons. It's peppermint hibiscus earl's gray and ginger Ginger, yes um which i could see you being able to make this an eight player game if you get it i don't see why not you would have to kind of homebrew how the seasons worked but it's i think it's possible oh Um, is that expansion cookie themed like peppermint cookies no no no, like autumn themed it's it's still autumn tea dragons but like you can have peppermint based teas and ginger based teas or you know hibiscus tea which or earl's gray isn't a candy i don't know what teas are but (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I just thought it was going to be like, you know, 
tea and cookies. Like, you know. I mean, that would be really cute. I mean, you could think that, but you'd be wrong. Could you imagine the tea and the cookie dragons having a fierce war? Yeah, see, that's another thing. It's not 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 exciting enough for uh, me and Chris, who are too cool for a passive little game. We need more dragon wars. Yeah, that's why I was trying to become the dragon overlord, guys. Yeah. Um, So that game is, I think, like $2 more expensive because it's newer. I think it's 22 on Amazon right now or 24 somewhere in there. But it came out. So this came out in 2018. The Autumn Dragons came out in, I believe, 2019. It was after that for sure. Are they both like standalone or can... Like... They're both standalone. Gotcha. So that's why they don't consider it an expansion. Um, and they didn't write rules for them to go together. But you could. Mm-hmm. I believe you could. Not, not quite an expansion, but a supplement. Yeah, I guess that's that's a better way to put it. Cool, cool. But and not that, meant to be. And now I think we're going to get into the most divisive uh, section. You the can't see it, but I'm section. doing like happy little dancey arms. You can probably hear it. I mean, because yeah, of my the dresses. rustling of dress. Yes, <laughs> it's a very large dress. I don't know why this exists. It's nice, um, but so the enjoyment. I loved this. This is definitely going to be in my car, and hopefully, it's bigger than Strawberry Sunset and will not be swallowed by my car, because I feel like anyone can play this game. Like I could take this to anyone from a new gamer to like a 10 year old like they suggest to like someone who's done this before and and is used to games like i feel like anyone could at the very least enjoy the artwork of this new gamer to blue gamer blue gamer yeah you know like like blue (laughs) like dabu dee dabu guy This just in, Chris, okay. Chris quotes Eiffel 65 <laughs> in a new podcast episode. Okay, so I'm now, now I'm going to refer to everyone whose game before is blue and not explain why. Yeah. I don't understand what that meant either. It's it just it's is. Just, just, just accept it. This just is now. Blue is just the most experienced color. That's why it's for social <laughs> studies. That's right. Blue is not. It's for it's social so studies. fucking... <laughs> way in any way shape or form is blue fucking social studies you take that shit back this is worse than all that star wars star trek bullshit that i've touted this is the worst thing you've ever said blue is always math at my school that's so much better than oh fuck off red was social studies for us red was social okay way off on a tangent i'll yell at you later this is staying in the podcast Yellow is social studies. Yellow, thank yellow you. Is, that yeah. great answer. Science. Great fucking yellow answer. Is history. And you're wrong. Green is science. You're wrong. Green is writing and reading. Green is science. History is social studies. <laughs> no, they're different. No, they're the fucking same. No. In middle school, you don't have a history and a social studies class. You just you have, have social, social studies, studies. which no. teaches you about fucking history. We had two. Or if you're you had two. What fucking, <laughs> what middle school did you goddamn go to? Uh, I believe it was Betsy Ross Arts Magnet School. Betsy you Ross Arts. Oh, so it was a fucking art school. They barely know jack shit. Sorry, Brooke. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was not in an art school. Yeah, but you're an art teacher, so basically the same no. shit. Sorry, mom. Sorry, school. mom, too. Uh, I was a Catholic school kid. Excuse you. Yeah, but she, you oh, so you learned an even different history than you, this fucking we had, bozo. We had religion, uh, which I broke sometimes took over purple. Per, see, the pen we, was already broken. We had I fixed a, it. So we did have one extra subject than you guys, and our re- religion classes were in purple. Yes. 
See, that's fucking fine. I don't Thanks. goddamn care. I didn't use for any purple from any other fucking. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot. I'm just, I just I, I got really mad at you. I'll, I'll put an artificial you sensor. See all this right here. Yeah. yeah. That's what I like to see. Yeah. Going <laughs> well, because we're we're so upset. Because I was heated. Because about... you, <laughs> you, you I'm, I swear to God, you said this to set someone off. I don't know what you're talking about. So sure that you did. So that. you couldn't hear what our sound guy just said, but apparently this heated conversation is the first time we've been talking at a level that he is proud of. And we've immediately gone down again. <laughs> it's great. All right. So enjoyment. So enjoyment. So enjoyment. Well, uh, while Brooke very much enjoys this game, I personally cannot super stand behind it as something that was like maximum enjoyment. I liked it. I'm 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 a guest on a little podcast and stream. Obviously, I, the enjoyment's gonna like be higher because of that. I, there was, this was fun, but I it, it wasn't really the game that kept me going, kept me interested. I was it, the game was kind of like a uh, side dish, which isn't my sort of thing. I'm on the same boat. Sorry, Brooke. It's okay. Brooke, I saw the devastated look in your eyes the moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it is talking. not okay. Brooke is crying. <laughs> no, no. I work side. with kids. I'll just bring this to one of my third grades I sub in, and we'll have a fun time at indoor recess. This is all fine. So I would also like to say, in my personal opinion, I do agree with Ace and Ian. Um, the difference that I have is that I, I, I don't like this game at, on its own, but I like playing the game, if that makes sense. So while I didn't enjoy it as a, a concept, <laughs> that's a bad way of putting it. <laughs> in theory, I didn't like this game. <laughs> in theory, I enjoyed it very much. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I feel like I, I, I would enjoy this game if I was forced to play it. But <laughs> if I'm not forced to play it, I'm not really super jazzed about it. Gun to my head. This was the best experience I've ever had in my life. So Precisely. Like, so like if we were at Nutmeg Gaming right now. Yeah. We're ready for game night. Uh huh. You see someone playing this. Mm -hmm. Would you join in? Absolutely not. I hate socializing <laughs> with yeah, other people. No. Uh, okay, what if it was? It's one a miracle of... that I'm at Nutmeg Gaming. What if it was one of our group? Like you know the people. I would watch over their shoulder like an awkward weirdo. <laughs> if if someone came to a table during board game night and said, "I want to play this game," I would politely say. How about we vote on it? Because I'm really hoping that people vote no. I, I would play this with, with, with friends that I'm, I'm close with, but it would not be my first choice for a game. Also, a side dish. Comparing a game to a side dish might be the, the biggest burn I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that was an accident. I thought it was a compliment. Get yourself uh, a side piece. As I thought it was a compliment, just like a side dish is a compliment to an entree. Oh. I'd prefer it to be a dessert, but... That's just me. And I'm going to desert you in a fucking thing for your goddamn blue is whatever the <laughs> fuck you said. Anyway, I will uh, keep it in the <laughs> podcast. Having said that I don't uh, enjoy this as much, going to recommendation, I would actually recommend people get this game if they're in any situation where they have friends who are not as interested in board games, where they're playing with someone who might be younger, if they're playing with someone who might have a, a, any type of grasp on more complicated games like, say... Cosmic Encounter. Oh God! You keep bringing it up. It's going to become like an epithet race. I uh, haven't brought. I've only, I haven't brought it up once. You've brought I it think. Up so many I times. think we just don't. I don't like Cosmic Encounter. It's too scary for me. It's aggressive. That's what that. It is. That will be another one that I, I will disappear. 
I feel like our opinions on uh, both the recommendation and replay value are going to be very similar to our opinions on enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Well, it is in this case for me, but I, I really would say I, I would recommend this more than I would enjoy this. That's if that makes weird. sense. So, I I also she, actually he had very specific like people he was recommending this to, and it was not him. I I would yeah. actually go a step further than Ian and a hundred percent recommend this to a lot of people, uh, mostly because of the people I know who would play this game are in that demographic. I'm realizing, but <laughs> I I would definitely recommend it more than I enjoyed it as well. I completely understand. I stand with Ian. Get that on record. Well, I know I'm not bringing it to our board game nights anymore, um, but I would recommend it if you have kids because this is a great way to slowly introduce normal rules that you use in card games um, in a fun and cute way. I guess just not my <laughs> 20-something-year-old male friends. Whoa. No, anyway, I'm, replay talking value. Chris, <laughs> I'm talking to Chris and Ian. No pointing. It's scary. <laughs> Feelings were hurt. If it's any consolation, Brooke, the game looks really fun. I would like to give it a shot. It looks okay. like it. So, anyway. so Will and I get to play, and, and Ace if they decide to, but yeah. they can do what they want. I am my own person for now. <laughs> anyway, for replay value, uh, I gave it a one. Yep. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's something that's nice to have, and I would look at it and be like, oh, what a cool game. I had a great time with my buddies that one time on the podcast, and then I never played it again. <laughs> There's just not enough variance for me. The only variance that I could imagine is just having a different starting dragon, which would give you slightly different benefits based on what you draw, and that is what builds what like uh, cards you get in terms of memories and items. They also, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Brooke, but um, the uh, seasons are change, right? Yes. So there is one card for, if you're playing with four people, there's one card that's eliminated. So you don't have the same cars, uh, cards every time. Sorry, I'm watching people mouthing into their mics and it's throwing me off. Uh, <laughs> so you take out one to four cards every time, depending on how many people are there. And that changes your ability to strategize. But I also argue we could use the expansion to make that even more. I, I gave it a two. I didn't give it a three because I if I just had this base one, it would get boring after a while. But I did. I do think I would play this multiple times. So first of all, regarding your uh, theory on mixing the two games, I have a hunch that the back of the cards on the other game are different from the ones on this one, which aren't going to blend well on a game where you're, you're, you know, what's on whatever. I will sleeve these bitches. I don't know what you're talking about. Regardless. Yeah. Replay value. I I gave it a one. I feel that they put a lot of, they did put work into making this game something you could replay in the way that uh, they have extra season cards, but it just, it didn't work for me. Now we have the sliding scales. Uh, I, for classic to innovative, I actually, uh, put this, I, if there was a one and a half option, I'd put it, but I put it in between like one and two of innovative because it's not like most other card games I've played because it is very, um, personalized. You don't really interact with the other decks. You don't really interact with the market as much. You don't really interact with the other market because this one has two, but, um, uh, it, 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 I really felt like it, it added a, uh, 
new twist onto the deck building genre. Uh, so I put it as one classic as well. Um, mostly because I didn't find that it did anything very specific, like that made it feel nostalgic. Like it was very easy to pick up, very easy to learn, but it wasn't like, it's just, it didn't have anything special. Like it was, it felt classic, but it didn't have anything that like made me nostalgic. I do All regret right. to inform you, Ace. One point five is an option yeah. on the scale. What? You can you, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Math I, is bullshit. Personally, so just I don't. Just you can't go over forty-two. Well, you just you just blood. can't go over forty-two. It's the meaning of life. <laughs> I don't. I, we I I don't understand that reference. I've never seen. Like, is I'm assuming it's not a Star Wars. It's from Wars, Star Trek. Yeah. It's yeah. Hitchhiker, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now that I'm hurt personally. I um, literally named the reference. Clearly I got this one. I know. <laughs> I did give it a three simple though, because once you started playing it, it, it was bone easy to, to do the turns. Personally, for, for me, I gave it a two classic. Uh, it is a pretty standard deck building game with a twist. And I feel it works for what it is overall. That said, uh, three simple seems like a given. Uh, at least in my opinion, it's easy to get, and it's not. <laughs> Chris is making a face. I gave it a one classic <gasps> and a two simple. Uh, excuse you. It was it was simple to a, a point, but there was like a level of complexity there uh, that I feel should be mentioned, um, which is the the interaction between the cards. Uh, and how certain cards I actually look through some of the the item cards a lot of them are there are some unique ones in there uh, unlike the ones that we really saw we actually had duplicates of brush and like glove by the end of the game um so there were there were some cards that like allowed you to redraw brooke actually got the one i think two that allowed you to draw whenever you drew a certain type of card oh yeah there was one point where i got like five cards off of one turn theoretically it was great you could just <laughs> If you grabbed all of those, you could run through the game really fast. Yeah, in theory. In theory, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have found the title. In theory. T-Dragons. The T-Dragon Society, in theory. <laughs> I I also gave it a three for simple. I, clearly, that wasn't the uh, big important thing that I, I thought everyone was going to relate. The most complex game that I've ever played. Biggest rule set. It was a novel. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a graphic novel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Very, very violent. And under comments, I wrote nothing because I'm the guest and anything I say goes. Woo! Did anyone have any final wrap-ups they wanted to give? I wanted to give my total. I mean, I just meant comment-wise. Like, if you had any specific comments you wanted to... I I also wrote my total in my comments. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, as an read, actual read comment... Your, read your comment for us. 25 <laughs> <laughs> as, as an actual comment i did have a good time as much as we've kind of been shitting on the uh, uh, can i swear yes we literally <laughs> said bullshit i forgot if I, I didn't know if we were keeping that in the fucking way the last couple minutes you're like can i swear i will i didn't know anything that we so i've been trying not to swear when i know we're gonna keep it everyone gets one swear throughout the entire podcast do i get to choose how severe the swear is of course can i say the c word yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't know which c word this could be cow for all i know it's not crap i'll tell you that much and sorry brooke uh, <laughs> um, but no like uh uh this 
as, as much as we've been shitting on the game, I I did enjoy it. It was fun to be around, be around friends. It's not my cup of tea. Um, I am going to strangle you. <laughs> it's not there my will cup be no of tea. Justice. Uh, playing a game that some people might like, like Brooke. Brooke. Brooke seemed to enjoy the passive style of the game, right? I hate confrontation. And this is the least amount of confrontation in a game I've played. And I like confrontation only in board games and stuff. So it wasn't just my 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 thing. And that's fair. He usually finds a way to add confrontation I was in looking. any game. I was oh, yeah. In, in Strawberry Sunset, he suggested that we add mice to it so that we could sabotage other people's gardens when we were just trying to build strawberry hey, patches. They were moles. <laughs> yeah, I got to hand that one to Ian. Moles are definitely better than mice. I, yeah, I, I can be pretty competitive uh, at board games, mostly because I, I started playing them around our friend group, and uh, you all, you've met them. <laughs> That's fair. Well, they haven't, but I can vouch. <laughs> I just wanted some more war. I, 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 do, I do think some interpersonal interaction in the game would benefit it a ton. That would be real cool. Yeah, being able to interact or uh, not like steal a card because these are all like very personalized uh, on yeah. like what deck you get, but some some semblance of uh, sharing items or the item also affects the player to your right or something like that. I think that would de- definitely greatly I- enhance the gameplay. If you pet your enemy's dragon, you get two additional brew points. Okay, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Give them a smooch. Scores. <laughs> Someone's already shared theirs. Oh, did I? Oh, I didn't notice. No, you shared your comments. Can you share your score now? Yeah, sure. 25. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I gave it a 33 out of 42. I gave it a 29 out of 42. I gave it a 30 flat out of 42 as well, weirdly enough. Lowest score, Pong. I don't think you can say that. We're not on Twitch. (laughs) Not allowed. Not allowed. Not allowed. Band word. Band. (laughs) Okay. Ba-na-na-na-na. On that note, brutal job, guys. Uh, that's. <laughs> oh wait, I got that one. Sorry, that took a second. <laughs> I was waiting for someone. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I, was like, I was hoping it'd be Chris. Take was from there the top, space it was for me funny. to groan. It, no, it was, it was funny. <laughs> I said, <laughs> "Thanks for steeping with us, Ace." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. You can keep up with us uh, all the fun by following us on Instagram and Facebook at Dancing with the Bards. You can get sneak peeks of upcoming episodes at With the Bards on Twitch and see gameplay as well on our YouTube channel. Um, thank you guys for coming. And if you liked this game, please show our game developers a little love. Goodbye. 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 I'm the beard bar. <laughs> going to die. I thought it was a good bit.